Hockey fans, Tactics Training is your power play for life. One-on-one personal training, self-defense, kids programs and more. Get in the game and score big. Visit tacticstraining.com.au and get ahead of your goals for 2024. Amp up your ride at Carter's Clutch and Brake. Carter'sClutchandBrake.com.au. They're your all-star pit crew for top-notch service. Score savings and precision. Drive over now. You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts, Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari. Proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. Welcome to episode 139. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Lindsay. And I'm Dave Ferrari. And Davey, what a quieter week it's been in hockey, but a phenomenal weekend last weekend to sound out, sound out, round out the summer Soho in epic fashion. So long, Soho. Soho. So you later. So hailed off into the sunset. Indeed. Uh, And it is, mate. It's very quiet. But what a final. I've got to say, hockey-wise, one of the best finals uh, Mm. weekends we've had in in a number of seasons with every round – sorry, every division being close. I think two goals was the biggest margin on the day. Every clubhouse winning a trophy, David. Yes. First time in history that we've been shared around. Soho, good. Soho. Um, but mate, it's been a busy week for us though. We've been in the office. We've got the sizzy, the winter sizzy kicking Sizzy's off in here. a few short weeks. We obviously got some leave coming up, so we have lots of planning to do in the back end before the season's going to kick off. The schedule, none harder than the schedule oh, for Dave Ferrari this week. Is we thought we had it mapped out because we've got the five senior games playing out of the six teams or the twelve teams that will play. There's always a buy for a certain team over a certain division. We thought we'd mapped that out perfectly, and then we calculated how many times each team played each other, and uh, that's where we... we heavily <laughs> imbalanced, so... Heavily. Some teams will play each other nine times out of the yeah, 15. Yeah, it's... Uh, who, so, who'd want that? Uh, so we fixed it up somewhat. It's a work in progress, but we want to get the schedule out there, Matt. Correct. So we've had a lot of emails come through. I'm going to yeah. get to everyone. It's just been... Really uh, hectic with registrations, but uh, most of the questions that are coming through are around the schedule and just having a look and seeing what works best for people. Uh, so it is a priority for this week to try get that schedule up and live. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it's weird, right? Because I feel it's a big, it's kind of a, a monumental time in NHL history as we reach the ten year mark. Indeed. This is the first time we've really had a, a a true kind of balanced schedule. Now, I'm not saying it's perfectly balanced, but as far as every division sharing all the ice time available. Yep. So it's no longer the nights of, you know, in, in summer, Div 1, Monday night. Um, so we're trying this for the Syzygy because last year we we again, we took the feedback well on board from our poor Division 4s that were just beaten and battered from movements and cancelled games and we yep. hate doing that. So yep. we, we really think we've found the best solution possible for the current kind of climate where we, they can all share on the nights. And it does, to be honest, to give, and I know it's not it's not Canada, but it gives a bit of a more North American feel. Mm. Um, obviously, I've played kind of recreational hockey overseas where, where you, it's never the one night. You play on multiple nights. Yep. Some weeks you might even have two games. Um, and it's kind of good. I know it's it is like good NHL, to get into. It? Yeah, it is good to get into routine and how oh, I know this night's this, but things come up and sometimes you end up missing a few weeks in a row because, oh, you've had something on that night. So when it's a ro- rolling schedule, 
Uh, yes, difficult for some, but sometimes it does allow another player to make more games and, and works better for them. So we're going to give it a try. So far, so good. But the schedule will be up so everyone can do, plan their work and life commitments around that as best they can. Indeed, mate. And registration is up and happening. Email went out this week. Another email reminder is going to go out next week. Uh, mate, the Sonics always just historically the most sought after division. And right now, Division 3 and 4 are at capacity. They're actually over capacity, so we're going to have to have some conversations there. Well, there's um, there's going to be a lot of conversations had because, well, we get to it um, in headlines, I think, here. Let me just check my run sheet, Matthew, because uh, I've got a few things I want to chat about. Um, okay, well, before yeah, we get it's actually deep, a headline. Okay, so, we'll leave that yeah. now. Well, uh, let's cover number 39 then before we get yeah, too deep. that's a good call, Maddie. The, as we know, there's none. There's none ever in the northeast. There wasn't a lot of 30X thir- numbers. numbers. No, no. I mean, I think Josh Brockman was at, what, 33? Yeah, yeah, an Ultram. And then there was 37 Pete Cartwright. But Doesn't that's kind of it. It really baffles me. This is going away from the numbers for a second. But I think of Josh Brockman. And I think of our, well, my early days with the North Stars. He was mm. a staple on the team. Yep. And just lived and breathed hockey. He did. And... It's one of those guys that when he stopped playing, I've not seen him since. No. I haven't seen him around town. I've never seen him come to a North Stars game. It's mm. just – it's angel dust. Just, oof, he's yeah. gone. And uh, it's just so weird how, how some people – and that happens in our community at every level. Sometimes people are that um, – that we were talking about Dan Power the other day. Yes. Gung-ho, refereeing, playing, rep, in-house. All of a sudden you don't see sign-up and just – fugazi. Mm. No, that's the wrong word, but just gone. Yep. So, and you know they'll come back one day. Mm. Um, Maybe something we can look at focusing on this year, David. Is just you know reaching out to say hey. Say hey. Yeah. Did you? Are you? Would you be interested in Sizzygin? Yeah. Just re Sizzygin. But imagine if they had they haven't been part of the NHL since the space launch. Yes. And they're looking. Oh, what's this Sizzygin? What is going on here? Mm. So her. Huh? What does this mean? Where's the NHL gone? Yeah. Why? Yeah. This is a new age NHL. But, mate, so no 39s in the North Stars. You have one for the NI. Well, you have a couple for I have the two. NHL. Yes. Uh, Mr. Ben Young, uh, Galaxy Prospect. Well, yeah. Came through Learn to Play. Played a couple of seasons now. Um, pretty effective young player. <laughs> Thank you. And then also, mate, the, uh, the superstar of Div 4 this season just gone. Mr. Seabotham. Oh, yes. The man, the myth, the legend who's just stepped on the elevator, actually, as he goes up mm. a division. But, yeah, 39. Um, tough number. But the NHL, I just did a quick Googling yes. right now and said that 39. Well, this is what I wrote, just for a little insight. NHL number 39. Boom. Uh, there's about 34.5 million results. That was in 0.29 seconds. Wow. Mind you. Dominic Hasek. Mm. The Dominator. We spoke about him the other week. Coolest nickname getting around. Um, yeah, Dominic Hasek, we know, was one of those guys. He wore the player's helmet with the big face cage hanging off it. Had no style, none of this butterfly style, reverse VH. It no. was flop and drop, double packed stacks. Yep, the uh, Dane Davis. Go poke check a guy at the blue line or the red line, wherever you want to get to on the ice. Uh, but an interesting thing here just came up as well. Why did Dominic Hasek retire? Uh, he retired in 2008 saying he just lacked the motivation to play another year in the NHL. The Josh Brockman. Just the, the Josh Brockman. Yeah, I mean, Ken Artire is calling. I'm out of here. Indeed. It was Josh Brockman's goal, mind you, to, to be the CEO nationally of yes. Ken Artire. I wonder if he's there. Well, I actually believe he met the CEO 
one day. So and I'm said, I, sit and he seat. did say that. He says, I'm no. coming for your He did. He says, I, <laughs> I'm coming for your job one day. And uh, I wonder if he's there. I respect that. That's amazing. Uh, but, mate, can you? we might just need to fact check the, uh, the old 39 Dom Hasek because last week we picked Kunitz and Sebastian Ajo for 39, uh, 38. Yeah. And uh, to- Toby McMahon, mate, just uh, gave me a soft, polite little message and said, you lads make up facts all the time on the podcast, no. but do I need to start fact-checking the NHL names no. as well? Because he sends me a screenshot and Kunitz wore 14 yeah. <laughs> and Ajo's number 20. Oh, they weren't even close. Is that you or me? I, I reckon it was probably you. Um, <laughs> I've had, a big, I've had a big week. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've had a big We got called years, out by right. McMahon. So there you have it. I, let's just roll with it. 39. I could see Hasek wearing that. No, Hasek definitely did. That okay. One, you're going, Bucky. Oh, sorry, Toby. Who was it? Which one of them yeah, was Tobes. it? They're the same people in my mind. Indeed. Um, yeah, Toby, go fact check that because you won't, you won't trip us up on that one. But uh, very, very interesting, right? Now... Uh, Soho Fire, I just want to share some takeaways before we get into headlines um, and hear from some of our sponsors. Yes. Just my takeaways from Soho Finals. Busy day, obviously, and just love the rink on those days. It was a tough one because I was working for the rink because your lovely Uncle Graham had to go on holidays, didn't he? We obviously had our he Soho. Picks, he, he loves to pick the oh, finals. Oh, he loves just and he's Any sort of important event happening He's probably just sitting there in a lawn chair in the car park thinking, oh, <laughs> oh, look at him running around. Let's look at watch him. this implode. No, it was his birthday, so it was his 60th actually. So he's oh, gone. Go. Yeah, he went up the coast for uh, ah, old Southwest Rocks. Didn't get the invite for the, that big party. Would have been massive. Yeah, uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't either actually, which is... Yeah, uh, well, that's... Uh, wait a minute. Who would we'll, have thought? We'll dive into that later. But... Uh, it was a big day. As I said, I was working. You were working. We we unfortunately didn't have the help of DJ Niche, no, um, and through no fault of her own. No, I mean, she, we've, she's already done gone above and beyond. She and was going know. to Matchbox, dude. I thought she'd oh, go to Pink for sure, but she said no. Nah. I mean, not Pink. Uh, what's her name? Taylor Swift. Swift yeah, no, no. She just said no. Nah. Matchbox Twenty. Not even that close. Was my I had that Mad Season CD on repeat when I was younger. What was their most popular song? Um, Maybe Three AM. Yeah, that's the one that would yeah. always be in movies and things. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so we didn't have her and, and uh, Scotty O obviously playing on the day. Uh, so was Niche. But, you know, a lot was happening. So Scotty O, the was, legend, actually, last minute made the uh, announcement board again. Oh, he wasn't going to do yes. it. And then he said, you guys caught me out in the pod and made me look foolish. So yeah. I got to work and... He did it a day before. Yeah. Might Phenomenal. Have to, might have to call him out for a steak dinner because I could sure go one of those one of those <laughs> times. But well done, Scotty. And and it did look phenomenal, mate. And it's those uh, – I just love seeing our community. One come out in droves. Huge crowd packed the hiss for Soho. Yep. Uh, and i got to say the beer sales, the cafe was a pumping. You're welcome, um, Doro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's, we'll just wait for the uh, the commission on that. Maybe but, I'll just um, invoice him, see what happens. Yeah, good luck, good luck <laughs> with that. But anyway, it's, the rink was buzzing. We love to see it. And the hockey, excellent. So here are my takeaways, Matty. I've just got – I just wrote them down, actually. You're right. Uh, this is one of them. Okay, let's hear it. Belief and working hard versus competing. I love seeing – because you start to see the difference, right? There's only two teams left in the division. Yep. You see the teams that bowed out the weeks before, and sometimes it's just unlucky, sometimes just not quite good enough, missing a, a key player on the day. Um but I find a lot of those teams, and probably because some of them have had a rough season, but they just lack a bit of belief. Yep. They're a bit kind of defeated before the game is really in the balance, if that makes sense. Mm. And they, they keep working hard. I never question anyone's effort. 
but there's working hard versus really competing. And I saw the teams, even the teams that went down in the finals, they had a real belief. They yep. all came out to win the game. Um, and they all were competing from start to finish. Uh, it was it was excellent. They just jumped on the horse, didn't they? That's right. Yeah, I wonder where you got that. They sure did. Jumped right on the horse. The other thing is, mate, in a good and bad way, and I don't want to be a negative Nancy or Nelly, the big stage, because think about it, Matthew. We've been fortunate. I mean, if anyone doesn't know, and who probably would, mm. we played in the AHL. What? Uh, we've played in front of some crowds and there's nothing better. But there's a lot of these people, that's the biggest crowd they would have ever played ice hockey in front of. Yeah. The place was packed. So the big stage exposes character, I find. The big stage when games on the line and everyone, you just want it so bad. You want to do well in front of your friends and family and fans. Uh, it really exposes character in a good way and sometimes unfortunately a bad way. So we saw some players... Really just step up to the plate, you know, diving to block shots. The effort was just outstanding. Uh, and then we saw some other players when the game got out of hand just just take some dumb penalties, acted mm. like a goose. Um, Emotional damage. Exactly. And it's something that I'm sure, or at least I hope, they got in the car on the way home thinking, oh, boy, I think I... I think I was a bit of a goose there. Oh, a few people apologies. Yeah, exactly. I really hate to see that. I like to see the competitiveness right to the end if you're down, but the, there was a couple of players that just decided to take it upon themselves to body check, to really get in the other team's face when they're losing. And it's just, to me, that's just sport, uh, sport, poor sportsmanship. It is. Um, because know, the, the thing is, you go down in defeat and you're just, like we said, these other players out there that are just working hard to the end. Mm. And even while I'm standing there waiting to do the ice sometimes, it's like, man, like, what a legend. You know, that guy just going, or girl, just going hard, leaving it all out there. And, yeah, they lost, but hats off. Mm. Like, I like that. And then you see other players where maybe throughout the whole game you're like, man, this guy, this guy or girl is competing really hard, doing well, and they just finish it like that. It's just like, uh, it, it really exposes it it. Yep. some character. And, again, I'm not writing these people off. We've all done it. I've done it for sure over the years, acting mm. like, a, like an, an idiot. Do you remember one rink when I was a kid where where I punched about five tiles in the in the locker room bathroom? Yeah, and you club, had anger issues. Our club too. got fitted the bill, so that that was uh, not good. But you can come back from these things, and that's what we want to see: a good rebound and just a better representation. Matthew, all clubhouses were represented, mm -hmm. like you said, mm -hmm. never been done before. So nope. every clubhouse at some level got the chance or got the uh, experience of lifting the trophy. And now I just love that the Soho's wrapped up. It's where do we go from here? Syzygy, we're going to talk a little later about the vertical changes that are happening in Syzygy because mm -hmm. like the schedule change, I think we're making a foundational kind of movement now as, a, as a, when it comes to vertical placement of players. We're going to dive into that in a second because I think it's going to really, really affect how our league um, is played in the Syzygy and I think it's just going to be better for everyone. All right. Well, why don't we take our first break, mate? Listen to some of our epic sponsors, and then we'll come back and do this week's headlines. Looking to perfect your home improvement projects? Sharp Edge Carpentry is your power play for all things carpentry and home renovations. From custom decks and patios to shelves, they deliver top shelf results. Contact Sharpie on Instagram or Facebook at Sharp Edge Carpentry and score big with your next project. Sharp Edge Carpentry. Carpentry that's slicker than a Zamboni. Coffee lovers, get ready for a bar down celly in your cup. Fire and ice coffee. Pure, high energy cold brew, more caffeine than an espresso, zero sugar, 
all natural. Lift the cup at fireandicecoffee.com.au. Hungry for a meal as satisfying as a Slapshot goal? Look no further than Hunter Valley Pasta Co. Gourmet, handcrafted pasta, precision like a seasoned defenseman. Locally sourced ingredients, championship winning flavours, vegan, gluten-free, options for all. Visit huntervalleypastaco.com.au and see their epic range for yourself. Hunter Valley Pasta Co. For a pasta a league above the rest. Headlines. What do we got, mate? Mate, why don't you uh, why don't you take the first one there? Ooh, okay, it's, why not? Uh, I like uh, being first. Uh, ooh. Rifty Fifty Club. Hey, hey, the Thrifty okay. Fifty, Nifty, Nifty Fifty. Anyway, Thrifty. Yeah, Brockman could have worked for the Thrifty, but he picked Kenards. Beep 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 beep. Yeah. Okay, number two, revisitation, recalculation, recalibration. Ooh. Okay. A little bit of a uh, Ricky Martin in there. Uh, and number three, Syzygy Draft Class Best Yet? Question mark. Question mark. Well, I don't think there is a question. We're going to dive into that. But Matthew, the Thrifty Fifty Club, we had two players. Well, well, yeah, two two players. The first one I'm going to shout out, and we did speak about this, I believe, if my memory is correct, and I've been wrong before, last week. <laughs> a week ago, yep. Uh, Craig Tongs. 50-plus games refereed. Can you believe it? Mate, that is... What a hockey hero. Uh, absolutely. Mm. They're pretty much... It could just be the Tonksy Club now, named after yeah, him. Yeah, maybe we've got to replace hero. the, uh, the not, name. Not only 50-plus games refereed, played a full season and won a championship in Division Four. Yep. So that guy was in his skates, and and he's the equipment manager for the North Stars. Mm. So he might be at the rink more than me. All I, in highly, and around. Highly doubt it, unfortunately. Yes. But the the and also James Gibb. What a gimme do! Gimme gimme. JG. He we couldn't keep him off either. No, he almost got a penalty for too many men, and there was only him out there. Too many games. Too many games. Yeah, sorry, that's where I was going. <laughs> so he he played. Uh, well done, Gibby. He, Sorry, I left that plane a bit too long, but yeah. He played. It's just that's all he did is play. Games. Correct. Goalie, affiliate goalie, player, affiliate player, spare goalie. You need me, I'm here. This guy. 50 games. He found the loophole in the system. Yeah. He paid, what, $10 a game average. Yeah. What a beauty. There's actually um, the, the Gibby fan bus. They've actually um, made T-shirts and it's the, it's the Soho but the S is a 50. is a five, sorry. Nice. So it's 50 nice. ho. I like so it. So ho, 50 ho. The T-shirt's going around. I think they're sold out though, but check online if you can still grab your hands on one of those. Mm. Well done, Gibby. Um, I've got to say, that's my new favourite family at the rink, the yep. Gibbs and the Martins. And I can't remember the exact relation or if it's just a tight bond. Uh, it's cousins. Cousins, okay. Yep. Uh, but I, I love all the Gibbies. I love Tricky Ricky. And I love Ricky's parents, the coach and manager, and mm-hmm. just fan club president and CEO. They're at all the games. They're cheering them on, and uh, and they're always there to say hello. They're just, as I said, I honestly, they're a heartwarming, feel good family. We love yeah. them being part of the community, and good. They are all getting extremely good. Yeah, good players, hard competitors, and. Um, Goaltenders, yeah. Which who's the one who, that? Well, Matt the, and James play in that. Yeah, but who played for the um, Div Three? Sorry, Div Four Sonics. 
Matt Gibb. Unreal. Yep. Almost beat the Navs. Yep. Purely on the back of him. And the Sonics played well in front of him. But he is Some he's of those lights saves, out. yeah. That was phenomenal And rather un- unflappable in net. Like, mm. gets a goal, or even if they're up, just plays the same way. Very Matt Montgomery-like. Yes. Um, yeah, good comparison. Of, uh, of North Star's fame. Indeed. All right, what's number two? Revisitation, recalculation, recalibration, more vertical player movement, Matthew, this mm. year. We've, we've really assessed the league. I and yes, this is all about Carters. There has to be, uh, well, if you need your brakes rejigged, uh, go see the Gibbs. Mm. I think they've got elevators to lift cars up and down too. Just like the league. Yeah. Going to need a big one because we're loading up. Now, uh, Matthew, obviously horizontal movements, clubhouse to clubhouse. Mm, mm. Sometimes we need tweaking. Now, we never like changing clubhouses because if someone's gone and got the tattoo, it's going to be awkward, isn't it? Yep. But we'll pay for a cover-up if need. Well, hold on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, we can't afford that. But we'll we'll, uh, we'll support a cover-up if need be. But uh, we, in really assessing the league this year, and I know people think we just uh, we sit here with our feet up and, uh, as I say that, I just need to adjust my leg on the back top of the box. But we actually are always listening to feedback, taking it all in. Mm. And, um, you know, we weren't happy with, with the, the competitive balance of all the leagues this year. And I don't think we ever are. And sometimes we should act sooner. Sometimes we need to let it play out. But uh, we're really eager this year to, to kind of make more improvements in regards to competitive balance. And we think that not only horizontal clubhouse to clubhouse, but this year needs more vertical improvement because the the divisions are starting to mesh. Like we're watching Div 3 out there and, mm-hmm. and it's it's more competitive, I think, than Div 2 is yep. when it comes to physicality, which is not what we want. So I guess a bit of a breakdown here, and I just did these on the fly. Um, we, we'll provide a better uh, breakdown as we, as we put it on the website. Um, also tweaking the rules this year. Um, there are some things that need to be added to make it clearer for captains and players to know what to expect each week and what each division's all about and legal players, yada, yada, yada. But the breakdown roughly, I mean, Division 2, mate, that's for your veteran, experienced, competitive players. Mm-hmm. Um, players with a ton of speed or other intangibles, bomb of a shot, maybe you've been playing, you know, you played East Coast back in the day, Mate, mate, like Gab Thurston, he was an old North Star. He got around in Div 2, very yep. suited to that in the winter season. Division 3, that's your social, competitive funsies, but players that have been playing for a few seasons now. Yep. Um, it's there, like you said, that's that's always kind of been the the real heart of our community, those D3 players that um, that could go up, could go down, but they just they play, like I said, that social, competitive funsies. Mm. D4, it's the... It's and this is how this is off the dome, Matthew. I haven't had a lot of sleep this week, but I just went with the whoa, easy dog. I forgot my can and just had a sushi dinner, and it's sitting way too high right now. <laughs> I think that's a good description. <laughs> that is a great of just description. just hold up, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, I'm learning the game still. Yep. And we want that to just bleed through with players. So basically, if you've been playing for a number of years now, unless you always play with that attitude. Of the, whoa, 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 this is my third knee replacement. I ain't getting another one. Yep. And uh, I could probably play without a shin guard. Oh, maybe not a shin guard. I'd probably play without an elbow guard today because uh, I don't plan on running into anyone and please don't run into me. Yep. That's what D4 is all about. So we've got to get some players up. Mm. We've got to get some players down. And mm. actually some big news. Some players have come to us this season and said, I- I'd like to go down. I've, I've hit that age. Yep. Or I've, I've just in that spot where where I just, I just want to, Whoa, easy dog. Mm, mm. Um, and that's what D4 is going to be about. So 
we think on every team really there's there's some shuffling that needs to be done. Yep. Um, and have look, a th- have a think yourself. If you're if you're playing in a high division, and yeah, it's quick and, and cool, and you might have some friends there, but if you're going on the ice and you're just watching the puck play around you, and you may be touching it once or twice a game, it's probably something to start thinking about. Maybe I go down a division and you know be a bit more involved in the play when I'm out on the ice. I'm going to have a bit more fun. I'm probably going to get a better workout in and feel like I'm really contributing to the team. And you know what? So think about that. I and mean, even if you get put down, up, whatever, you know, and again, I don't want to be too competitive, but I know in, in coaching a higher level before, go prove it. Yep. If you think you're too good for Division 2 coming out of Division 1, I'll use that as an example because it's not even possible in the syzygy, mm. but then, then go and prove it. Go and just dominate. Go and be too good. That the whole league's like get that person back up. Yep. Uh, and again, there's nothing we don't we don't want to offend anyone because we're all about hockey for life. Uh, but sometimes we we got to, well all the time we got to think of the integrity of the league and the best thing for the player. And although not everyone may see that initially, we do think that um, when players are in the appropriate spot, the league's at its best. And when the league's at its best, the player retention is super high because mm. I mean who. How good is hockey? That's what that's what uh, that's what the clinic thrives on, Maddie. So, revisitation, recalculation, recalibration. Obviously, people would have put their request in for clubhouses and divisions. Yep. But uh, stay tuned because as the rosters come out, we really think we're uh, we're putting in a lot of work this year to putting players in the appropriate division. And look, nothing's final. You can always play up as an affiliate. Yep. Um, if it's just not for you, you can always go back down. Uh, we'll always do our best to make that happen, but uh, there will be a lot of movements vertically this year. And lastly, Matthew, Syzygy draft class best yet with a bit of inflection and a question mark. Mm. Uh, we have some ripper players coming out of Learn to Play. We've we got do. some import players that have come to Stick and Puck that yep. have now signed up. Yep. Is this our best draft class yet? It could be, mate. It's, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see. We've had five people that are expats that have moved to the local area. We've seen them come out on a, a Monday and Wednesday morning. Some of them came to learn to play on Monday, yeah. uh, Monday night. And, mate, they've registered, ready to give it a go. James Vile, I assume, has been the one that's uh, oh, been, in the year, yeah, been in the year of a few of them because they're, they're yeah. saying, you know, the Galaxy seems like a pretty cool clubhouse to be a part of. Yeah. So oh, their, their recruiting campaign has been off the charts. Yes. I've, I've heard of hotel function rooms being hired. Wow. I've heard of after-hour parties. Yeah, just, hopefully just no under-the-table cash being uh, moved yeah. around well, like in is, NHL, I mean, there's nothing's come through the clinic. Can we, no, just, can we exactly. at least siphon it through this way, please? <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be very interesting and, and exciting to see. Um, you know, w- yeah, there's a lot of emphasis on us trying to get players in the right divisions. There might be a few people that... Um, you know, we're not so familiar with that we have to watch a bit closer in the first couple of yeah. weeks and see, okay, look, we did put them in Division 3, but maybe more suited to Div 2. We'll make that change a lot earlier than what we have previously. And I've got to say, hats off to our community for not only James Vile, but just people out there recruiting, you know, banging the gong for NIHL, but just ice hockey. So the, um, the, the one guy came in and he had been at a party with uh, Tristan Rutherford. Mm. And they were, he was a Canadian guy, but Tristan was really spouting that, you know, I do baseball, I do hockey, love my North American sports. Um, and so he got him in. So great job, Tristan, recruiting. Yep. Um, and so he'll be playing Syzygy. And then another player and his wife. So uh, Nick has signed up as well, import player. And his Australian wife is just bought skates the other day. And her hope is to get her gear, go through and learn to play and sign up too. 
and uh, she actually works or used to work with uh, Luke McGuinness. So long-time NIHLer, navigator, former D4 captain. Um, so great job, Luke, out there spreading the good word and just growing our community season by season. Mate, if we can keep growing at this rate, if we can keep the retention at this rate, hockey's for life. I mean, imagine where we're going to be one day, building our own NIHL venue, second sheet of ice. It's just hockey 24-7, over 30s division, over 35s division, eight teams each. I mean, that's pretty much <laughs> But, we can dream. Uh, we, we can, can just dream. keep growing here at the beautiful Hiss. And where else would we rather play, Maddie? I think uh, the the league's in a good spot, but I'm excited, back to the headline, that this Syzygy draft class is going to see some real impactful players and some actual Butte members of the community. Absolutely, mate. I love it. All right, uh, let's take a, another quick break here, and then we're going to come back and announce the winner of our wonderful boat cruise for two. Entrepreneurs. Reclaim your time with Kismet VA. Led by Courtney, they handle admin and social media tasks like adding an all-star to your team. Visit kismetva.com.au for a productive power play. Level up on and off the ice with Flying Changes Development Coaching. They blend hockey passion and animal therapy with life lessons for a mind, body and soul hat trick. Find more at flyingchangesdc.com.au. It's a game changer for everyone. Ready to show your love for the coolest sport on earth? Check out Hockey Hype, your one-stop shop for ice hockey apparel. For diehard fans, players, or anyone looking for stylish gear, Hockey Hype has you covered. Visit Hockey Hype via Facebook to see where passion meets fashion. All right, Davey. Tactics training. Mm. Sean Ultram. Nice guy. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, know him. Known him for a little while. Anyway, he has provided us with a phenomenal dinner. No, lunch, isn't it? Lunch for two. It's a boozy lunch. On the Nova Cruise. Eligible to be used up to, I think, two years. It goes till 2027, so three years. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, and we had three people. Only three, but that's fine. Three people compete. Well, just know, sorry, cut in here, Matthew, but yes. for future reference, just know, if we're doing a competition here... Get in. Your odds are much better than Lotto. And, Absolutely. And I can't wait to see who's going to win this. I know we got the names in a in a hat there, but we do. Um, they're going to thoroughly enjoy it. Mm. Uh, so, mate, the three people that are up for grabs here for this lunch for two, we have at Mrs. VDJ. Oh, is that uh, Ajahn? We uh, could be. We have at Cujo sixty nine. Oh no, that's yeah. <laughs> no, that's not. And we've got that's no, not her out, is it? It is, but. Uh, I know why. Uh, and the last one, at Big Larry 72. Big Lazar. That's good. So, they're going in the hat, David. All right. Drum gonna roll. Shuffle this <laughs> live. Can you give me a bit of a roll on the feet there? All right. The hand is in. I think you're going to want to hear this. And a big congratulations. Get you the congrats thing left, uh, ready. Mate, hold the on, winner on, of on, the lunch for let two. Me, let me get it ready. I'm nervous, yeah. It's at Mrs. VDJ Dash Asher. I believe that is Logan's mother. Asher, congratulations, mate. Well deserved, I think. She uh, she was actually at tactics for, for her entry, wasn't she? Shut the front door. Yeah. Yeah, she was actually, I believe, doing some work at, at tactics. So you might think that's rigged, but 
I can tell you right now, that was drawn from a mug that was gifted to us by the fire and ice man himself. Michael Lemon. Uh, and you hadn't quite, well, I don't even use it a lot lately. I hadn't quite washed it out. So it was a bit gross. I'm glad yeah, you it was put your gross. fingers in there and not mine. <laughs> but uh, that that was uh, that was truly live. There we um, go. So on that. we will reach out to Asher and I yeah, need to yeah. get an email address, I believe, so we can forward the voucher. Sorry at Cujo69 and at yeah. Big Larry. But thank you for your entries. Um you know, hopefully, hopefully, next competition that comes your way, yeah, you have a bit better luck. You know, thirty three percent chance, pretty decent odds. That's a but pretty, pretty good odds. Um, uh, three three, and Ultram wears number thirty three too, so it's rather it fitting. There you go. Um, and it's a, it's a cruise for two. I know you've said you're available, Matt, and it is a boozy lunch. So mm. just if you if you do end up going with Asher, just not not too many drinks. No, on the water. I'm, I'm a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> now speaking of quickly before we get into the NHL report. Um, Asha just wanted me to bring up something that's just reminded me. Uh, she's part of the Musketeers. Lol. The big ARHL fan group Love that follows the, the Northeast. Headed up by none other than Big Benny. Benny D. Haven't heard from Benny D in uh, a while. No, he it's hasn't done the Who Are You. He's warming up for the season. Yeah, true. Uh, and anyway, Asha's gone ahead and organised a big fan bus to follow the North Stars uh, down to Canberra, down to the Brave Cave, when the North Stars are taking on... Canberra in Canberra on the 29th of June. Uh, now, she just wanted me to spruik, mate. The tickets are $115 per person. This includes your game ticket, a sandwich, and a drink supper. A drink supper for the trip home. Drink and supper, I'd say. Drink and supper for the trip. Yeah, there you go. All right, so $115. I believe it was shared on the North Stars fan group page on Facebook. Possibly. I'm not on um, the old fan page. No, but if you don't have that, just write to us. We can send the link through to you. But um, obviously, reach out to Asha ASAP. 29th of June is going to come up very quickly. I'm sure they need to organise numbers and, and deposits and things. Um, but just 115 bucks, you get your ticket and some food and a bus trip down to watch the Northies. Um, mate, I might even be back by then. Who knows? It's going to um, be a little That will be a big trip. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> It wasn't the button. Yeah, I was nice work, mate. You're for. getting a bit carried away here. Um, yeah. Anyway. It was uh, yeah. All right, time for another quick break, and then we're going to jump into all things Soho Finals. The NIHL report. All right, mate. The last time before we take a break for the pod, while you travel overseas, That's while right. I have a kid. It's all happening. Yeah, it's all happening. What happened um, in the six games on Saturday the twenty fourth? Well, it was so long, so ho. It was the major. Ju- uh, sorry, my junior. Take, they, they were wait second. Your turn. Yep. Wait your turn. It was the junior division. The ice was fresh. The rink was a buzz. All things quiet except for the mice that are running around the grandstands. There's a bit of a problem, but we're getting ahead of yeah, it here at yeah. the rink. Uh, junior Sonics, Junior Navigators, Junior Sonics 5, Navigators 3, but an epic battle this one was. At 2 p.m. on that uh, February 24th grand final, the Navigators uh, came out by, on the back of Jacob Cunningham. Doesn't make this kid. Just really, he's the store, the straw that stirs the drink for the uh, the, the navigators. Nurse, yep. Got his thirteenth of the year, but quick response, bang bang. Jensen Robinson getting his tenth and eleventh. Uh, now we know stats reset in finals, but just to let you know how big an impact these guys have been making for their teams. Over um, a dollar game. Yeah, and then Kobe Taylor, his twelfth. Uh, Jake Cunningham replied again. So it was three two at the end of the first. And uh, you got to think, as good as Jacob Cunningham is, 
two assists in that period to uh, don't say my name, don't say my name to Alessandro Crook, Cook, Cook. Yes, Crook. Alessandro Cookie, uh, just a ripper of a player, mm. just a real gamer. Skates around well, manages the puck well. I I think as I said the the spotlight often is on Jacob Cunningham. But you've got to think that Alessandro Cook is really making Jacob a better player and just a, a bit of an under-radar, under-the-radar guy that's made just blossom in years to come. Second period, Jacob Cunningham scores again. That's a hat-trick to him halfway through the game. And we go into the third period, tied. The Sonics, they built the brick wall in that period. They, they there was a defensive clinic. <coughs> Sorry. Defensive clinic, shutting down Cunningham, Cunningham, shutting down Cookie, and it was Kobe Taylor with the game-winning goal. His 13th of the year, unassisted, and Jensen Robinson completing his hat-trick, uh, getting his 12th of the year, and the nail in the coffin, and it was, it was we are the champions for the Sonics um, as, uh, as they, they took down the juggernaut that is the Navigators. Well done, Sonics. Just, just a ripper of a season. Um, and Navigators, classy in defeat, left it all out there. But uh, really good to see the Sonics win and celebrate, Matthew. We had some players doing a little lap with the we trophy did. above their head. Very cool We had to them see. Uh, blowing kisses to the fans, faces on the glass. It was really, really cool. Hats off to both coaching staff too, quickly with the season. they The juniors played with so much structure, more than most senior divisions. Um, amazing breakouts, even some forechecks happening from the Sonics there. Um, so, you know, the fact that the kids are actually learning, uh, systems and things that early on, I can't wait to see how they grow and develop, uh, as they age through the, the rep seasons. And really cool too, the, the fans, the crowd was into that one. A team gets, you know, an odd man rush up the ice and you just hear the crowd, oh, yep. build yep. and cheering and, and one thing, and I'm not, this is not directed at anyone because I think the parent fans are excellent for our junior divisions, but if you're there watching kid hockey, and even if you're supporting one team, whenever any team scores, just cheer as loud as you can because the, the kids don't know where it's coming from, and the yep. louder the rink is, the better. Major juniors, Matthew, Sonics taking on the Astros. Sonics six, Astros four. It was Astros who had the lead after the first period, two goals to one. Uh, Xavier Burns is third of the year, and Nate Sheffield's eighth. But Anakin Vandersteen, who joined the competition late, Matty. He did. But this kid, uh, a lot, a lot of potential there. Division, uh, sorry, division. Period two, it was all Sonics. Cohen Roberts, Cohen Van Eppen, Aiden Brulia, all finding the back of the net. And it was four to two to the Sonics. Uh, third period was a tie. The, the Astros tried to claw back. Back-to-back goals, one on the power play to Sam Bryant. Another one to Xavier Burns, his second of the night. Um, but it wasn't enough. Uh, they got within a goal, but then with just over three minutes left, Aiden Brulier getting his 12th of the year assist to Anakin Vandersteen. Uh, that put it to bed. Sonics champions again. So back-to-back junior uh, championships for the Sonics, the old Sonics clubhouse, the old uh, Sonics RSL there would have been a rocking that day. But then we got to the big boys, the adults, Division Four Sonics taking on the Navigators. Mate, this one... I th- now... No offense to the Navigators because there's some absolute legends on that team and we love them. But everyone wanted to see the David V. Goliath. They wanted to see the plucky underdog take down the undefeated juggernaut that is the Navs. And, mate, the Sonics almost did it. 
2 nothing after the first period. James Gibb getting his 10th of the year. Pole Glaze was absolutely on fire after being called out the week before. His 14th of the year. All things were coming up. Green, gold and white. That hair was flowing. The hair was flowing in the breeze. But a little bit of penalty trouble in the second period. Three penalties to one. Uh, Pole Glaze, Sharpie, Hulse. Just some, just some unfortunate penalties. The Navigators struck on the power play. Josh Botham's 21st of the season, assist to Cooper Botham. That draws them within one. But they still had the lead, Matthew. But as these games, they're long. It's 50 minutes of attrition. Mm. It's uh, Matty Botham scores just two minutes into the third to tie things up. Now the, the they're a bit puckered. I yep. think the, the old, just the cheeks were a little clenched on the Sonics. They're a little like, oh, we've come so close. Uh, but it was a tie with six minutes to go. I thought it was going into overtime. For and sure. I really thought at overtime this is anyone's game because you've yep. got the speed of pole glace. You've got, really got some players on the Sonics that could match those those high-end Botham brothers yep. <laughs> for, or family members from the Navigators. But Ryan Stevens, mate, scoring a ripper of a goal to put the Navigators ahead with six minutes left. And I think the Naviga- uh, sorry, the Sonics were then just in shock. Yeah. They were like, hey, we, we're, we've been playing a good game. But they just couldn't compose themselves quick enough. And just a minute later, Cooper Botham gets his bang, 19th bang. of the year. Yep. That put it to bed. 4-2 Navigators. It's a three-goal to none third period. You, you know, your heart bleeds for the Sonics just uh, seeing it slip away like that. Mm. But, um, you know, hats off to the Navigators. That, what the Navs you know, did so well was just set up on the Ovi spot. Yeah, they, just, they love that both, east-west. Yeah, both sides across the net. They were open for those backdoor passes and open nets so many times. Gibby did so well to slide across and save a few of them from Matt Botham, but obviously uh, eventually they trickled in. Uh, but the Navs all season just had that same play and no team could just you know really shut that play down. Yeah, absolutely. So hats off to them. Um, and as I said, probably, probably one of the teams that will be the most uh, disbanded, if that's the right word. Um, as we go into Syzygy. Uh, Division 3, Matthew. Galaxy taking on the Astros. Uh, Astros get up 3-1 to one in this one. Erickson Sears, 10th of the year. Benny Johnson ends up being the game-winning goal. But Solomon Barrett, with his first of the season in the third period, get the Galaxy back within a goal. Um, but, but young Xavier Burns, playing his second game of the day, Scored the game-winning goal. How good is that? What a, a young fella. I mean, he is an Edmonton fan, but we'll just we'll, we won't. We're trying not to hold that against him and push on. <laughs> um, so, game-winning goal with the assist to Hugo Sutherland, the big boy, and and Andrew Miller. Um, that uh, that just put this thing to bed. Um, Xavier Burns, sorry, third goal of the season. Galaxy were right in it for for most of that. Oh, game, they were. But, they but were. They did Lose their cool a little bit near the end, unfortunately. And four, four third period penalties, two yep. penalties in the second period. Um, cross checking, cross checking, body checking, roughing, roughing, body check. Cross. It's just their penalties that you're never going to win a game like that. No. So the game, uh, you know, the game is the best uh, server of justice, I should say. Division two, Sonics taking on the Navigators. It was Navigators three, Sonics one. This one uh, really close. Tristan Rutherford just going end-to-end, an absolute beauty. Mustache flowing in the breeze uh, about five minutes into the first, and he made it one nothing. Hansel Alcova um, made it 2 nothing. No scoring in the second. Ethan Speld, who had been kept quiet all game with a beauty goal in the third to draw him within one, and then just gave the hush to the other team's bench. Like, mm, bit premature. here we come. But Jared Garrish said, no, nah, mate, we want to hear some noise in here, and I'm going to get the Navigators fans going. 
with his third of the year, putting the Navs up 3-1, and that would have done it. Well, that will do it. Uh, that'll do it. Uh, that one was over. Ripper game from Div 2. And then your crew, Matthew, taking on the Sonics. What a game. This was the game of the Soho. Uh, you, Your mob, Galaxy, get up 3-2 in overtime over the Sonics. Indeed. Uh, this one was uh, jo- Joey Terrio, the unlikely hero, scored early in the first Made it one nothing. Galaxy Cooper Naden banged home a rebound rebound from his brother Patrick Naden. One uh, one after the first. Sean Ultram mate finding the net in the second period that had the Sonics a uh, two to one lead. And Rob Ducky Doucheman is is eighth of the year with just five minutes to go in the third tied this game up. It was end to end. Some grade A chances trade with, traded with grade A chances, and then Francis Trulay just take the puck end to end. Very innocent looking play outside the dots. Uh, just wristed one on net, and it just beat Ethan Spell five hole. Just didn't quite have a good pad seal on the ice, and uh, just Francis's tenth goal of the year was the OT winner. Gloves, sticks, helmets thrown in the air as he was mobbed by your Galaxy crew, uh, mate. First time in twenty five years, Klaus Hedstrom wins the championship. So there you go. You know, even though there's a team that loses, there's always a cool story for the team that wins. So. Pretty you know, impressive too that you guys won. Sorry to cut you off there, mate. Walking all over you, but you took five penalties on the day, one yep. in overtime, even, um, and Sonics you still won the get game. It done. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but no, very, very enjoyable Soho Saturday to round out the season, mate. Which now uh, rounds out the NIHL report for this season of the podcast, um, mate. I think that uh, that might actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, look, we, we, we just quickly, really quickly, before we do the intro, um, the quick... Oh, totally We're forgot. just going to touch on the who are you, because it is a simple one this year, because we didn't have any winners. No. But uh, the player with the great stride in the league, has a family member that plays, wears the glasses under the helmets, was none other than uh, Flyby's own J.F. Brulier for the Sonics. Yes. Uh, so J.F. was a who are you, but uh, we had crickets. I do actually think some people told me in person, but you got to remember, bit of CTE, bit of old Correct. age, busy man. I cannot remember that. We had a guess from, from Asher about Brendan McCormack because he was a coach, does wear the glasses. That was incorrect. And we also had a guess for Jack Waterson. Um, but again, yes, does wear glasses when refereeing, but was not the one we were looking for, mate. No, so that, that was the who are you. We won't have a who are you this week because of a bit of a break. But, uh, look, I can say, Matthew, the excitement is uh, is building toward Syzygy, rosters, divisions. Get your rego in because, uh, well, we can already say teams have filled up. So get in the mix. We'll get you on a roster because once rosters are set, you you may, even though if you sign up before the season, you may not be added till round two. Um, once they are set and posted. So make sure you sign up, be a part of the Syzygy. We think it's going to be the best season yet in our 10-year history. Um, and we'll, Absolutely. we'll see everyone uh, after a bit of a break. Any words from you, Matthew? We will, mate. But just a quick, huge thank you to all of our sponsors for this season of the podcast and the Summer Soho, Flying Changes, Hockey Hype, Kismet VA, Hunter Valley Pasta Co., Fire and Ice Coffee, Tactics Training, Sharp Edge Carpentry, and last but not least, mate, Carter's Clutch and Break. 